Welcome, welcome, welcome to Bleeding Blue, a show about the New York football giants. And I will be saying that phrase for the final time. Well, it's about their history, so. Well, this is a show that at one point was about the Giants today. And then we rebranded it into a Giants history show. Yep. And I kind of made the decision that after, I think, some 60, 70 episodes of it being a history show, we are closing it down. We're closing shop. We've we have touched on all the history. We ha- no not not really. No, I not know. really. There's always more to do. I'm just trying to make you feel better about your decision here. Well, there's always more to do. David Powis, how you doing? How are you, my friend? I'm Thank fantastic. you for joining us. I'm um, happy to be back. I I wanted to bring back time. David. Um, if you if you know if you're if you're a listener of Bleeding Blue from when it was just my main giant show, you you know David. Um, you know he was the co-host of Bleeding Blue for the majority of the episodes. Um, and now you're here. Welcome to the John Boy Media offices in Manhattan. It's great. It's great. This hold. is this is much better than um, recording it in my basement um, <laughs> with my dog barking, and this is much better. Recording it in my college dorm at yeah. o- at OBC in uh, Philly. A Dan Schneier interview. A Dan Schneier interview. Yeah, where I was at a where was that junior year? Uh, I forget what Overbrook hall. Apartment Complex. Overbr- well, no, that's that was my senior year. What was my junior year? I forget. I, I don't remember. Yeah, Marion Gardens. Marion Gardens. Marion Gardens. Philly I love I live, and assholes. I live there too. I live there now. Um, yeah, we went to school together. We did. We Saint did. Joe's. No, I, I'm I'm happy to be back. Um, I do like that this is your decision to to end this because yeah. since the inception of Bleeding Blue, you were a tyrant and <laughs> a um, a dictator. So. It's appropriate that this is solely your decision. <laughs> I don't think it could have been been said any better than that. Do you know what he has done to me? The okay, okay. So, all right. So we'll start off with this. What is it like working with me? Miserable. Because it's different. We're talking giants. Is like everybody knows that talk. Like Bobby's the main voice of talking giants, and, and he sucks. And so it's I, like, and I'm you know I edit and I produce that. But Bleeding Blue has always been my baby, and it's yeah. like you know uh, you know I'm the one that you know brings us in. You're technically the one that brings us out of Bleeding Blue because you say fuck Tiki Barber at the end, and I will today, and you will today for one final time. Um, you can still say it. I you can say whatever will. you want. I always yeah. will. But uh, yeah, so what what was it like? I don't want this to be about me. I want it to be about us, and I want it to be about the community that we built at Bleeding Blue and the two different phases of it. Um, but what was it like working with me? All right, so I, I will, David, real quick, and then I'll, I'll let you go because um, a lot of this should be about you, Justin. You built something really great, and you were able to branch off and do it when you know you started doing Talking Giants. You're like, okay, well, Bleeding Blue is still there, and mm-hmm. you revamped it and made it a history podcast and uh, or a show, and nobody else did that. Nobody else did, well, besides Big Blue VCR, but he doesn't have his own show. All right. So we actually were able to to do something very special. And in the midst of misery for the last decade with this team, I think Bleeding Blue gave a lot of people, a lot of fans, some joy. Mm-hmm. And uh so I'm very I'm very proud of you and what you built here and I'm glad we're gonna I think we're gonna touch on this in a second, but Bleeding Blue brought us all together. Yes. Yeah. Literally. That like that's the inception of our friendship. Yep. Um so working with you, miserable, mm-hmm. absolutely miserable. There'd be Terrible. Saturday mornings. I'm hungover after a Friday night bender. Justin, can we just push it back? No, I gotta do it now. <laughs> gotta mm-hmm. do it now. Mm-hmm. Can you come to the Jersey City office so we can do it? Yeah, sure. It's only 45 minutes. Two and a half hours later with traffic. Okay, thanks, Justin. 
But you always made it work and you're always accommodating. So uh, working with you has been a pleasure. And I know we're, I'm not, we're, not, we're not dying. You're not dying. So we're still going to be doing a lot of things together. But Bleeding Blue, a uh, special place in my heart always. Mm. Um, so I got started on Bleeding Blue, what? Uh, 2018. Maybe? Yeah. And, and how many episodes in were you? Uh, not that many. Maybe like 20-ish. Because at, at one point, it was a Yankee show. It was a Giants and a Yankee show. But then... Once I really made the decision to do it just as a giant show, that's when we started to gain our traction. Yeah, and um, I remember you asked me to like come on an episode just one time, um, and I wasn't able to make yeah. it work. You were the one. And you were the one that was like, "Well, I know you have a podcast, and if you're looking for somebody, I'll do it. I'll do so it." So I kept <laughs> you in the back of my yes, brain, and because I, I knew I wanted to do it, um, and started doing it in eighteen, and I think uh, we went. <sighs> Every fucking week was a battle between you were an Eli Stan and yes. I was so fucking done with <laughs> yes. it. Every yes. week. I, I, I can't even go back and listen to episodes. And this is even with Talking Giants now, too. I can't go back and listen to shit because I, I just <laughs> cringe But I just know, I just remember, I mean, it would, I would like boil up fucking hatred for you. <laughs> you were I, just, Eli sucks. No, he doesn't. Eli sucks. I, no, he fervently, doesn't. I still fervently believe that um, we wasted Eli Manning. That Eli Manning still had more winning football in him. Yeah, and it was it was all John Maris' fault. But I digress. So and Jerry Reese. And you're not wrong. And um, I wasn't wrong. Neither of us. We were all right. We were always right. Um, I'm yeah. always right too. By the way, we're. I'll reiterate what Snack said. Working with you can be a challenge because you 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 want things you want things to go so right because you put so much work into. Mm-hmm a good product and, and you want it to be the best it possibly can be. And clearly you've accomplished that. Um, and you're still getting better. Um, mm. well, yeah, look, I got to stroke his ego now and again. That's what he needs. <laughs> oh yeah. That is you what gotta, I need. You gotta, that's what he needs. That is what he needs. It's, it's what he needs. <laughs> um, I just, the brief story I just want to share just to give an insight on how difficult Justin can be sometimes, like, sure. like how much he wants. Um, in 2019. Yeah, this, that's when I really got psycho about in, this. You did. In 2019, uh, the Giants played at the Detroit Lions. And I think. My, my, my good friend, yeah. my good friend Ray and I, we went to the Lions. We went to that yes. game. Yes. We, we drove to Detroit to go to that game. And it's about a 12-hour drive from New York where we both lived. And... We're on the drive, and we were supposed to record that evening. Mm-hmm. You wanted to record that evening. Yeah, because Monday, you have to get a game reaction pot out. You, you have, have to. to. You absolutely have to. Well, no, no. You wanted to record the night before the game. Oh, that's right, because we were doing like a pregame. We were trying to do like a little time. pregame show. Yeah. So I um, finished the drive from Detroit in the rain. It was pouring in Detroit. Got there about 8 o'clock at night after mm-hmm. driving all day. And then I had to set up my mic, set up. The laptop, yeah, and do. I like made an, you bring your mic. You made me bring all of it. <laughs> yep, I had to do like an hour long pregame show for a game. Was it really going. an hour long? It was probably about an hour. We can go back and look, but it was probably about an hour long. I'm sorry. Um, I remember get. I remember getting <laughs> back and 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 Ray falling asleep on the couch on the bed in the hotel room we were in. I was just so jealous of him because I was stuck talking to you. Yep. <laughs> um, one of my favorite lines that. You ever told me throughout, you know, through the 2019 season is I associate your voice with misery. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it still reigns true. I mean, I don't talk to you now 
you know, as behind often. the mic as often yeah. anymore or ever. But um, yeah. All kidding aside, you started like that's how you started a show one time, and, and at that, I mean, 2019 was really fucking rough compared terrible. to compared to like 2018, blah blah blah, 20 you know 2020 whatever, because it was the nine ten game losing stretch that yeah. we had in the middle of it, yeah. where you know there was a middle ground by the time week eight week nine comes, and they win Daniel Jones's first two starts, and then they start losing with Pat Shermer and Daniel Jones, so there's a middle ground of oh is Pat Shermer's job safe, and then there eventually came a point where nothing fucking matters in this world. <laughs> no. Yeah, so uh, working with you always a challenge because you you do demand you you want things to go a certain way, and mm-hmm. you are accommodating. Like Snack said, we we were always able to work through things and. But you doesn't want, matter what uh, eleven p.m. I don't care. I will stay I up till care. two three two three a.m. and Absolutely. I will edit shit. Absolutely, yeah. doesn't matter. And the amount of work that you put in behind the scenes to make those shows work, to make this show work for the longest time, and 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 you know, it's you, special stuff. It really is. Yeah. You, so you should be proud of yourself. Thank you. It's not the end of of I. I don't think this is the end of either snacks or I. No, no. Chatting. There's things going. Um, but. You should be proud of yourself Thank for what you, you accomplished. Thank you. What, Thank what you. episode is this? What number? Um, I Total. think this is. I stopped counting the numbers when we kind of rebranded it into a history show this off season, but I do think this is like one seventy. One seven. I think we got through like a hundred ourselves. Yeah. Um, we had twenty eight shows last off season. This is our twentieth this off season, and then I think just audio we did. You know, maybe like fifteen ish. Um, before we were officially on YouTube. That makes so, sense, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so you should be proud of yourself. Thank you. No, I, 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 it it's be. really, like, this wouldn't have happened without you. Like, without you actually, like, buckling down w- with me. Um, because I love, Renato, like, I had Renato Rodriguez, Michael Bokra, Brett Wiley, Jimmy Kroll. Those are some of the other co-hosts that I had before we mainly switched to a giant show. We did, like, Yankee stuff a little bit, too. Um, and we did really good stuff with that. And I actually think some of our takes, some of our Yankee takes were like better than some of our Giants takes back then. Like when you actually like look back on it and some of the things that we said. But well, you and I believed that Cody Latimer was going to be. A, oh, a I was so huge star. on Cody Especially Latimer. after he wore that suit short to Ooh. a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, really big on Cody you Latimer. Guys are yeah. Such douchebag. Really, really. My, my one, the, the best take that I've ever had is uh, the rise of Marcus Golden and Leonard Williams. But anyway, um, by the way, by the way, you were right. Leonard Williams, I can't believe he's been here for going to be, what, three years now? Yeah. 2019. You're yeah. Right. You're right. So he's, uh, what, two and a half years. So um, Fuck him. He's gonna, him. He may outlast Kenny Galladay. Like, Kenny Galladay is probably going to be moved on from that. I think they both get cut. In the I, anyway. I, I don't think it's a lock that Leonard Williams gets cut. Mm. I think there's a chance that he's here I because think, they like him. I think it's a certainty, but we're not here to talk about right. that. Right. No, I want to. I want to get to the. I want to get to like you know, especially David's thoughts on the Giants today. It's it's been a. It's been a couple. It's been a couple years since since he's been able to give some thoughts on that. But you know, really, this wouldn't have have happened without David actually. You know, just blocking in with me, and you you didn't know where where it could have gone or you know what we what were we gonna do, and I I don't. I just started. I just started a show. I didn't. I didn't have like a a full on plan for it, and things changed as as time went on. But especially that training camp of 2019, where I like really locked in because we were doing it throughout 2018, didn't grow at all. So I kind of had this moment of I looked my looked at myself in the mirror. I looked at I looked around at what other people were doing. I'm like, well, what? How can we actually make this something that 
it can do something um, with not even estimating of you know where the show could go or you know where I could go personally. But how can we just get more people to listen to our show? And it was social media and being more consistent than what we already were doing. So that training camp of 2019, we were recording every single weekday. Yeah. I would work at the Philly DA's office from nine to five. You I was were teaching. you were you were working a full time job because yeah. um, you graduated, and we would come home and we would record every single night, whether it was a regular episode or our basically PPPs, but previewing the Giants. We did every single significant Giants player on the roster, and because I'm such a fucking psychopath. I not only said we needed to record Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday we had episodes out as well yeah. throughout the month of August. Yeah. Every Neur- single day in August. Neurotic. He's out of his mind. Tyrant. Tyrant. Yeah, you're Tyrant. 100% right. Tyrant. Every single day in his August. His voice really residues misery. Yes. You're, you're 100% right. Every single night I would go home and I remember watching the NBA Finals. I think Steph Curry was in it. And well, I mean, he's yeah, been working probably. like seven of the last eight. So. But like there was a tiny TV. I was staying in... I didn't have my apartment open at the time because the lease didn't start. So my friends from college, like Anne Anne and Michelle, it was the same complex, but I lived in their apartment, like on the floor above. And I was watching in their pink and purple apartment, um, the NBA finals and working on the positional value pyramid that I put out for all 32 NFL teams and getting the PFF grades, getting the the stars. Jimmy Kroll helped me out with that. Uh, Like uh, I wanted to... I wanted to estimate, like, measure, trying to measure value and how teams value certain positions around the National Football League um, and, and stuff like that. So um, that was huge. That was a huge summer for, for us, and I think it kind of catapulted um, us to some good spots. I will uh, maybe kind of a segue. to And we ha- met that summer. Yes. That's when we were kind of met. That, and that's exactly where I wanted to segue to, like, I was saying before, Bleeding Blue has brought us together. Yeah. yeah. We're all, uh, us three, we're good friends now because of it. Um, David, I wish I saw you more often. I know it's tough. You live uh, in the boondocks. Um, Otherwise, no, it's just outside Philly. <laughs> oh, otherwise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing um, is that you used to live, like, here in, in the city. You lived yeah, in Queens. Queens. Yeah, right. And then you moved back down to po- kind of close to where we went to school. Fuck yeah. Philly. Yeah. So, like, like Justin, you know, I, I'm... Me and you are very good friends now, um, but also so. your friends are my friends too, yes. like Bokra and Jimmy yes. and Anton. Like, I care about those guys a lot, and uh, and that all, all of that is because of Bleeding Blue. Yeah, literally all because of it. And I remember the exact moment where I was sitting on my couch. You tweeted out. I had, I think I had just recently started following you because I was looking for yep. like. You know, giant stuff to listen to, and I, I saw Justin Panic pop up, uh, pop up, and I saw a podcast. I was like, oh, I listened to it, and I, I loved what you guys were doing. I loved it because you, it was just like, it was almost like uh, friends talking at a bar about the yep. Giants, and that's the shit I love. Um, and you guys did the town hall episode where you asked like everybody for questions and shit. That was our first ever mailbag because I was always, mailbag, yeah, yeah. I was always afraid that. That we weren't like if I ever put out like hey ask us questions which I I don't like I I feel bad for shows that maybe do that it's like oh leave us questions but they don't get that many questions right so I I, I finally felt comfortable because I phrased it around oh yeah the Giants had a town hall where Gettleman Shermer Eli you it right yeah all all right so let's have our own town hall and then that's when so I so you I slipped me a DM I DM'd Justin and I wrote him like a a novel. <laughs> 
it was like this long. I wish one of us had like the stamina to go all the way back and find it. I, I definitely don't. Um, you wouldn't dare. Keep talking. You There's wouldn't. No way. There's <laughs> Keep no talking. way. So, and, and I asked the question about, about like Jerry Reese, like why does he get this this leash, all these different things. And um, and I was cursing in it. Oh, just like, oh. the last DM that you sent me, you are a dope. Is that what I said? Yeah. yeah well. That was all I figured, figured I'd throw that out there. Yeah, you are. That sounds about right. But I, I, I sent this whole, and then I remember listening to it, and when you guys brought it up, I was like, ah, oh, this is so cool. It was like the first question I got, you know, somebody read from me, and, and then um, I was doing like the fantasy football stuff, and then you, I think you were on vacation, David, and it was that summer, and Justin's like, you want to... You know, it's funny, you were on vacation too, and I made you record it. That I was on vacation, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know him at this point. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, you want to come on and talk like Giants fantasy football? I was like, yeah, sure, that's awesome. And then from there, everything was just just budding. And and uh, I think the next year we actually met in person, all three of us. I have the message. You had the message. June twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Oh gosh. I'd ask John Merritt his thought process over keeping Jerry Reese for as long as he did, and not Tom Coughlin. What did he see in Jerry's ability to build the roster, but didn't see in Coughlin's coaching? If he was letting Coffin go, why wouldn't he tear it all down and then take Reese with him? So at this point, at this point, you you, found it. you did not uh you you weren't getting uh how the fuck did John Merrick keep I, that miserable right. rotten I, 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 fucking wait, ass I wasn't waited. there yet. I you wasn't on, there yet. You were on good behavior. <laughs> it's so funny you found it. I guess we don't really DM too much. So I, I, I no, so out. I was like, figured we don't. Oh man, but that's really the inception of our friendship. Our all friendship. three of us. Yeah, not it's, even. And our, yeah. yeah. And, you know, David, again, I, I wish to saw you more. Me and Justin see each other at least once a month, right? Yes. I would say. Yes. Try for a little bit more. But, um, yeah, it's just it's a special thing. So I know you wanted to bring up how we met, and that's kind of that's kind of it. That's how we all met. Yeah. That's kind of it. Do you want to get into the story of how I lost, how I caused the breakup of one of your longest term relationships? No, not one of the longest one. The, oh, girl, the, I th- the, the girl I thought I was going to marry. Yeah, but yeah I. Sure, um, well, no, this t- this is your story. Twenty nineteen, but all right. So twenty nineteen, and it, 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 it dives into you guys too because yes, you two live streamed Daniel Jones's first win. Yes, yes. Tampa oh, Bay. Yes, so right, we'll you get could, to that. You, well, you could start with that. Yes, and then we could transition. So talk Perfect. about that yeah, live yeah, stream. Okay. Good idea. All right, so here, little little tease. So I think honestly, one of the best moments and this isn't just of bleeding blue this is one of the best moments of like honestly of like my giants fandom life yeah is. i mean there comes a point i feel like every off season since this happened where like there there comes a point maybe in mid to late july where every couple of days you go on twitter and somebody posts this and is like remember when daniel jones did this yes. yeah and it was like we were all excited yeah yeah all right so I, this I, is I so this is 49 seconds and this is when matt gay misses the field goal 33 oh my god <laughs> okay justin do you want to pray David, are, you a, are you a praying man justin no, really link arms link arms link arms we're linked bleeding blue is linked <laughs> blue mic yep there it is yeah heart that shit <laughs> it's nice and centered for what for fucking what too bad you're gonna fucking miss it you and your neon cleats you fucking loser <laughs> You we were born to be loser. friends, David. Oh, yeah. He, he missed it! He fucking missed it! He fucking missed it! 
That's, so there you go. That's so yeah, classic. It's great. So we, uh, we went it's live moment. on Periscope for yeah, that. Yeah, it, it, you know what? And doing that live like that, it's so awesome. And I remember watching that later on and just, like, cracking the fuck up. Because <laughs> at, at that point, like, well, I, I hadn't known you guys yet. Well, no, I guess I did. It was that year, wasn't it? Well, either way. Either way. Yeah, like, that's when we... It, yeah. it was that, yeah. That summer we, we talked, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, like, I, I knew of you guys. I knew, I knew you. And, and but we weren't, I, like, close like we were. Correct, like we were correct. Now. And I just remember dying. My favorite part is when Justin brings the camera back to me, starts laughing, and then you're in the background, like, laughing. And you Daniel hear, like, fucking echo. Jones! Yeah, Daniel fucking Jones! <laughs> God, that's so good. That's so good. And that, that blue mic is classic. The yeah. I That $30 karaoke microphone, classic. Um, I, I've recorded podcasts on it, and it sounds fine. Yeah. I mean, remember the first time I came down by you, I was wearing a maroon shirt just like that, college yeah. shirt. We went out to dinner. I think it was me, you, Boker, and Antonio. Mm-hmm. And we did a live stream at your dining room table. Yeah, with that microphone. Yeah, it was awesome, and it sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I still, I still have the same Samsung Q2 microphone. I have it. You have it. Yeah, I still have it. I still use it. I, I still have. I, I still one. have mine. You and you have my, you have yours. I, I have yours. Yeah. Like literally, like I did my research, and I'm like, okay, what is a good, cheap, USB microphone for for podcasting? And I found it, and I still have this. I still have the same brand from yeah. when I from when I started. I have not, I have not differentiated. It's crazy. It's funny how that works. So that live stream leads to another win. We're one and two, 2019. And then we beat Washington. Yes, o- we did. Ugly game. We no, we kicked the shit out of Washington. It was still an ugly game. Dominating game. Yeah, it was an ugly game. So we're two and two. Yeah. And I'm pissed because I knew it was coming. So I'm I'm dating a broad a, a girl abroad. Nice, caught myself. Yeah, a woman. Not really. Uh, yeah, not really. You got it halfway there. Yeah, it's well, a five letter word. Yeah. yeah, some some people try, some people fail. Anyway, um, so we're dating for like four years at this point, and uh, Justin and I we really we're I would say we're friends, but we're not correct. Yeah, not really friends. Yep. Just kind of just like talk through Twitter. I think we had each other's number at this point. Yeah, because yeah, you called me. Um, so it's like Saturday night. And the next day, my ex-girlfriend's sister has an engagement party. And big deal. Whatever. And, you know, I was going to be in there and everything. Um, so I had to go. And I was going to miss the Giants versus Vikings game. That was for first place. At that time, it was for first place. And yes, Early October. That was the biggest game. Week yeah. five against Minnesota was the biggest game that we played since 2016. I remember, Correct. and I remember doing a pregame show for that and like categorizing it. Yes, yeah. like yeah. It we are two lost. and two. We could be fucking above 500 yeah. in the month of October and in first place. And they got shit pumped. But well, shades of 2015. Story we were two and two. So Justin calls me month. Saturday that night. Touchdown pass to Red Allison. Remember that. Was that Red Ellison? In year? that game, yes. Red Ellison, oh yes, it was. Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. Slay- I was yeah, going to say did, Slayton yeah, had yeah. Yeah. back in the No, that was against, yeah. you're thinking against Cardinals. Yeah. Red Ellison Ooh, had Yeah, a, Red Ellison was the Cardinals. Yeah. Darius yeah, yeah. Slayton. Darius against, Slayton was the Vikings. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, caused, I caused Sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine because. That was a miserable fucking game. I get a call game. Saturday night and Justin's like, we need you there. You got to come. And again, this is this is at the point where I'm like, all right, Justin, I know you. I like you. You're a good guy. I love the show, but I can't be barking orders here. I can't be getting barked orders here. I. I mean, every every, you don't, you fi- don't know me. every fiber in my body, I wanted to be there. Tyrant, but like I had a tyrant. I think I think I played with your heartstrings, but I had an obligation. I, no, I played a with serious your, one. I played with your heartstrings because 
I probably did say we need you there because you, you literally because you, you are the Giants. I am, and you give more effort than the players do every single fucking Sunday. Correct. So when you said that, I was like, "Fuck." Yep. So I was like, "I can't commit to it. I don't think I'm going to do it. This is Saturday night." Yep. And I remember we were watching Godfather Two in my bed when you called me. Yep. And she's like, "You're you know you're not going." I was like, "Yeah, I know. Don't worry. It's okay." Mm-hmm. I woke up Sunday morning at six o'clock and I said, "Fuck this." I'm playing for first place today. I'm going. Yep. Goddamn right. I said, I'm going. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, Justin sold me. I'm in. I'm going. So she stormed out, took her bag, stormed the fuck out when she was from Brooklyn. She went, she went back to Brooklyn. And I'm like, can you let me know when you get home? She goes, yeah, over my dead body. And I was mm. like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Nice. I said, well, I'm going to go play for first place. <laughs> met, up with, met up with Justin at the tailgate. Had a great uh, I tailgate. Think, I think Steen was there. Uh, Shano was there. That's probably where I met you. That's that's probably where we met. The Vikings game? I think it was probably. before that. Or the home, I think it was the the home, home opener. opener. Yeah. I think it was the home opener. But either way, either way, yes, you were there. And uh, so I, I did this, and that was the downfall of my, my relationship with the girl yeah, I was, thought it I was, was going to marry. It was the start of the fall. It was the start of the fall. It legitimately yeah. was. I was unreliable. I was doing like this. She goes, you really do care about this team more than you care about anything. I was like, yeah, I've been telling you that since day one. So anyway, we we proceed to get our, our shit. I shouldn't say that word. Our shit pumped in by the Vikings. There you go. And I got bitched at for a week straight. I think I have to bleep that out. I think you Yeah, might, probably. Yeah. yeah, I will. Yeah. Sorry, Julian. No, uh, this is me this week. Oh, this is you this yeah. week? I'm not going to fucking send this to him on nah, the last minute. Yeah, so that's a good point. <laughs> Fuck you, Julian. Um, but yeah, so that was really the downfall. I went to an oct- a mi- a early October game, 2-2 two and two for first place over an engagement party that I really needed to be at and... Uh, about a year later, we broke up. So that was the downfall, and that's his fault. She really, oh. she really liked me, though. She loved which is, you, which is the ironic part because I, I was the cause of the fall. Yep. Well, but you know, if she couldn't understand your decision to do that, I agree. Not the one. Exactly. I agree. That's a really good point. Yeah. And I told her from day one. I always said to her, I said, "You will never, ever, even if we get married on that wedding day." If I'm crying and you're walking down the aisle, it's probably because I'm thinking about February 3rd, 2008. Like, that's why I'm yeah. crying. You will never be more important to me than the Giants, ever. Nobody will. Nobody. My brother, my father, aunt, nobody. I've, I've told my current girlfriend, like, yes, love you. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. But you come second. second. Absolutely. You, you come second. Absolutely. There's nothing more, like, the Giants there's nothing more important first. to me. Nothing. And yeah. I said that from day one, so she knew what she was getting into. So the fact that I did go to that game and got, got, you know, coerced into it by Justin should have been no surprise. Yeah. Maybe I should have told her Saturday night that I was going to go because I knew it Saturday night. I just woke up Sunday. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. You're I'm, feeling dangerous. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing this. I don't give a shit. 6 a.m. I was feeling good. Mm. And I always sleep in my Eli Manning jersey Saturday night. So mm. I was like, oh, dude, I'm going. Fuck this. Mm. But it's her own fault. So look, at, look what she missed out on. Look at this blue shirt. It pops my eyes. You do have beautiful eyes. We've talked about this. Thank you. How about mine? Hair looks great today, too. Yeah, it's very nice, actually. Yeah, I I, I was feeling a good hair day today. Yeah. Yeah, What color are each of us wearing? (laughs) Oh, that's right. You're colorblind, aren't you? Yeah, well, I actually had no idea that was blue until you just said it. That's great. So I'm going to say blue. Um, no, you can't be a racist. And dude. actually, you said you said that his shirt was maroon earlier. Yeah. So I did that's say that, yeah. maroon and that's blue. I don't know what I'm wearing. What color are the wires? I don't know what I'm wearing. What color are the wires up there? Uh, this is bad radio because nobody else can see the wires. That's yeah, um, all right. <laughs> they're blue. 
Good, good guess. guess. Good guess. <laughs> yeah, good guess. You don't know what shirt color you're wearing right no, now? No, I actually don't. So how do you match? Give it a, give it my give it the best shot I can. <laughs> Am I matching today? This isn't bad. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, not yeah. like no, no, it's not a yeah, specific match. Sorry, time out. I'm huh? wearing gray shorts. Before so we get before we get in a, a little bit further into this, this is one of the most history. this is one of the most fascinating things. About I, color bl- color blind is crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. So you just see black and white. No. What I'm do you? Not a dog. So what do you see? Dogs aren't fully colorblind. I actually looked that up the other day. Really? Not fully. That's news to okay. me. That's news. To so me. what do you see? Um, it's just that shades like. Shades of certain colors are hard to. Di- it's hard to differentiate. This is colors. very obvious that this is red. I think it's very obvious that you're wearing blue. That's what I'm this saying is, this is a tough color to point. Right, out. Like, that's a tough. So one, yes, if what what color is this? I would tell you it's either blue or hunter green. green. But I have no idea which. It's a good name for somebody. I, 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 had a, I had a friend in school named Hunter. Hunter Green. Hunter Henry. Well, his name wasn't Hunter. Green, but I know there's a color Hunter sure. Green. So this, I mean, this, my guess is teal, but that is definitely probably not. Nah, like not I teal. couldn't no. tell you. Teal's a little bit more blue. I'm bad with colors. So am I. I'm terrible. So me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> Zinger. I, I, uh, Zinger. I, Zing. Yeah, no. I I just I just match by I my the majority of my wardrobe is fairly neutral. I don't really go outside my comfort zone of like gray, red. Mm-hmm. Maybe the occasional blue. Wow. Okay. Do you know what color my hair is? Uh, it looks cool. What do you say? It looks cool. cool. <laughs> you're, you're having a great hair day. I he's, am. He's so it doesn't I matter felt what it. Color yeah, it is. I felt yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Listen, this was a big show, and I I stormed into this place pissed off. You did. So yeah, Garrett Cole pitching today. You're miss. You're missing part of the British Open. But I will say it all worked out because you did me a favor. You had the British Open on when I got in here, so I watched the last three holes. Oh, wait, it's um, over? Yeah, it's, it's over. over. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was eighteen holes. I thought they were on like were on, hole seven. There literally is eighteen holes. They were on sixteen. He walked in. They were on sixteen. Oh, I. So you did me a 17. huge favor. I was listening on Sirius XM. I was listening to golf on the radio on my way here because it was such an electric finish. Yeah. Caleb Smith, six birdies in a row, something like that. Anyway, twenty under. Twenty fucking 20 under. under. At at the old course. Twenty under. Crazy. I thought it was still going on. No. What else we got? One of my personal favorite moments, and I still think this is very very cool. We hyped up Marcus Golden. Yeah. God, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> the the summer. The worst 10 sack season of all time. Go ahead. Wow. Sorry. Define that. The word. You are so miserable. They were all you covered so, sacks. You know that. You he are had no so moves, oh Nothing. God. Am I wrong? And, no, you, you no, are not You're wrong. smirking because you know I'm right. You are so fucking no, miserable. No, I am fucking miserable. We know that. Everybody knows that. You complain that there's no 10-sack players on the Giants, and then one finally fucking comes, and he's not fucking good enough. Because he had no moves. He had no swim. He had no rush. He had nothing. It was covered check. You are so you know that. dumb. You know that. I'm sitting this one out. I'm going to go pee. You talk about fucking Marcus fucking Golden while I go shit talk Eric Cole. I can't go from that to back down. Talk about Marcus Golden. I, really have to I mean, to be fair, we spent a lot of time talking about Marcus Gold. Yeah, you and I. That's when I started to get into like advanced stuff, like yeah. pressures and stuff like that. Yeah, I was looking, especially you know, you have the connection of James Betcher when he was in Arizona. Right. That's when Marcus Golden was yes. his best. Marcus Golden was asked to put his hand in the dirt a little bit more after James Betcher, and then also he tore his ACL. Yeah. And then I heard somewhere from Snacks's, uh, you know, partner at BDGE, Nick Ercolano, about like you are really like your body is at tip top physical shape. Not the first year after you tore your ACL, but the second year, 
Like that is when your body is at its absolute best. And then lo and behold, that was just all of those perfect things coming together. He's back with James Betcher. He's not going to put his hand in the dirt. Second year off the torn ACL, Marcus Golden is going to have a really good year. Where even if he doesn't get a lot of sacks, I was like, he's going to get the QB hits. He's going to get the pressures. And I think Giants fans are going to like him. And lo and behold, I'm, sw- I'm tweeting about him, tweeting about him, blah, blah, blah. This is a Giants player that I think fans should be excited about. And then his father, Marcus Eberhardt, is very active, yes, on, very active on Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Still active on Giants. Twitter. Basically, I think he name searches his son. So I think just whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he he finds it definitely finds it right away definitely um so um Marcus Eberhart was going to be at the Giants preseason game can't tell you who it's against Jets I think it was I think they tied sure oh then it just ended in regulation they tied they the Jets in preseason recently I'm so this was up. this was preseason 2019 the year that Marcus Golden got there so he's there he DMs me and we meet up at like halftime. And then, lo and behold... This would he, be 2019, right? Yes, this would be 2019. Home game. There was probably two home um, games. No, they won. 31-22. Wow. Good job, Giants. We scored 30 points! Pre, I think 2019, we were preseason champs. We went undefeated. Didn't we go undefeated 2019 preseason? Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. We went undefeated 2019 preseason. We're, we're reliving the glory days of that. Alex Tanney, 14 for 19, 190 yards, touchdown, Fuck no picks. Alex Kyle Lawletta, 9 for 12, 116 huge, yards, and a touchdown. Huge, Daniel huge, Jones, huge. 5 for 5, 67 yards. Is that the Jet game? Eli Manning, 1 for 1, 3 yards. Mm. <laughs> huge. Yeah, check down. Huge 3 yards. Check down. Um, that Paul wasn't Kevin Gilbert. Perkins had him. 4 carries for 9 yards. Paul mm. Perkins, rest in peace, man. Huge. Yeah, rest oh, in peace. He's not dead, right? No, he's not dead. TJ Jones. Huge. Well, I love TJ Jones. That was somebody I loved, and you hated him. Yeah, T.J. Jones. Yeah, I don't remember that. And I think he fumbled like I think he fumbled a, a kick return in like the third preseason game, and you were totally out on him. Tough, <laughs> tough, yeah, tough. What uh, happened if Coughlin was coaching? But I meet up. Um, I meet up with Marcus at halftime, and then he gives me like this family yellow wristband that is still in my room. Um, so I was invited to the Giants family tent after the game. I met Marcus Golden. Um, also met Daniel Jones. Um, Tenny Adewusi, who was an undrafted free agent safety. He was my quarterback when I played for the Port Reading Saints. He was a safety on the Giants. That's actually very cool, yeah. So he was a safety. So I I saw him, and he was like, dude, yeah, what's up? So um, I remembered you. John Hillman. I went to high school with him. Hillman, yeah. He was really fucking bad. Um, (laughs) He was bad? (laughs) For the Giants. Oh, for the Giants. He he was fumbled like his second game. Really bad. And then remember he got the start against the Patriots, and that was one of the most miserable games we've ever seen in years. That Thursday night football game? Yeah, Thursday night football game. Yeah, that was really, really bad. We were in it. The defense played well. I was just going to say, we were in it. Marcus Golden had a fucking... Fumble return for a touchdown. Golden Tate had a long touchdown. That, that was a sick catch. That was too. a slot fade. Wanda yeah. Robinson's going to run a lot of that this year. Wanda Robinson's a bust. Sure. Wow. Um, so anyway, I that was a cool time. Um, John Jalapio, I took a picture with too. He's a cool guy. It's funny that we actually, you know, John Jalapio's John Jalapio's actually like a professional. Like we have like a good kind of like good relationship with him now. He sucks. Um, he wasn't great. Thanks. We don't need to don't need to throw that out there. I mean, I suck at nice guy I too. Yeah, I'm not, did, did I say he was a bad guy? Yeah, no, no. But, Daniel Jones was a goober. Met his mom. How she? And look? she was. She was, was, she, was, was she was pretty. Yeah, she was pretty Zach Wilson mom esque. Wow. Um, I don't know. Zach Wilson's mother's pretty hot. But uh, well, I mean, I was there in person, and it was it was, it yeah. was very different. Um, Give me I details. Didn't, I didn't fully. She was blonde. Okay. Tall. 
she was she was she was asking, blonde she was a, i think she's blonde That's i may have not been talking to his mother and i just <laughs> and i just thought i was talking to his mother but she was kind of asking me like who are you it's, what are you, no, what, are you what is your you, what is your you, relevance here? what are you yeah. what are you doing yeah. around here and i was i have a podcast so <laughs> <laughs> what is a podcast yeah. oh, wait hold on I, i'm a little curious uh, i want to learn the story is taking too long it's okay i don't i want to know more about daniel jones's mother I don't, I don't think you were talking to her as mom. No, no. <laughs> she you was a middle. Age, she was a middle-aged woman that knew Daniel Jones well. Oh yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not. That's that not was her. not her. Right. Good Th- job, Justin. There was. So- I'm. I'm still claiming. <laughs> I'm still claiming that it was his mother. That's not his mother. The picture. I'd love to meet Zach me. Wilson's mother. But anyway, go ahead. Um, no, but that, I mean that was basically it. just being asked in that family tent and having that relationship with Marcus Golden. And his I, I'm family. also, I'm also, that gonna, was very cool. I'm also going to, uh, I'm gonna. Like, I, we were nobody at that point. Like, I'm we gonna were tell, nobody. I'm gonna tell the truth here. Um, I didn't have to pee. I wanted you guys to talk about the Marcus Golden because I want to watch it later tomorrow. And it took us very long to get through. it. I know. I'm very excited to hear it because I, that, that's that's you, that, you know that's. That's like the bread and butter bleeding blue, you guys. Like that Marcus Golden story is yeah. unbelievable. I want nothing to do with it. Cody Latimer too. Well, that's just another. Cody Latimer. Well, the wife. problem is the problem is yeah. You, you so you claim you called Marcus Golden's rise and Leonard Williams' no, rise, please. but here we go. The problem is the amount of guys we also were really confident were going to break out. But who else? Cody, Cody Latimer. Cody Latimer. Who else? Um, if I go through like rosters of like the 2019 Giants, I guarantee you there's more. Should I do it? I think I should. See, this is that's a fun exercise. See, this is why this is why you guys should be like me, and think the worst of every single player and motivate them and motivate them. Mm-hmm. Why do you think RJ Barrett averaged twenty points a game this year? You pushed him mm-hmm. to do that. Yep, that ain't probably he worked tirelessly in the gym. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of you. I'd say it's yes. like, I'd say it's like seventy five thirty five. Me. Oh, that's one hundred ten. Mm, good yeah. job. <laughs> Caught myself. Mm, good job. Caught myself. Listen, I'm here to talk. I'm here to talk Giants history and bleeding blue, not fucking math. All right, so let's go through the 2019 Giants roster. Okay, I, um, I, I have. I actually at one point this re- is going to be so sad. I at one point have re-listened to our reaction to Daniel Jones being drafted. Yeah, and it was good. I think you and I had some of the most, and I I mean this humbly, of course. Yes. Um. If you go back to a lot of shows and and talking heads, quote unquote, reactions, and reactions stuff like that. to yeah. that draft pick, I think you and I might have been two of the more level headed reactions yeah. to that. Our yeah. our whole reaction was, I think the title of the episode was, "The Giants got their guy." Yeah, it's like, well, because that's, that's what, who they wanted. Because basically, want, you and yeah. I were go get arguing. What you want. You right. and I were arguing every fucking week in 2018. Get it? We need a different quarterback. We need a different quarterback. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. And Daniel Jones was just like, okay, yeah, may not be right now, but they got their guy, and I yeah. need to shut the fuck up now. So yeah. I was in Nashville for that too. So yes, that was brutal. <laughs> I so, was wearing an Eli jersey, and everybody was just on the street, just shitting on me. You drafted Daniel Jones. I'm like, shut the fuck up. So in the interest of time, I'm just going to kind of rapid fire list off these. Did names. we? Did we ever think that? Evan Ingram was going to take this huge every single year. Every, every single, single year, we year. did this. I mean, you know what? I'm in on that one too. Every I, year, oh, it was gonna, it was the the Evan Ingram. I think you were more than I was probably because he's I'm an just idiot. way too athletic for him never to do exactly. Yeah. Except for he was good with Pat Shermer. He, he fucking he got hurt with Shermer. With yeah. Well, Shermer. the problem is he of also he, he also catches the ball like he has three fingers. But that too, that miserable malignant fucking piece of shit. I hate him. I hate him. I'll never forget. 
That COVID mm-hmm. year, you were there. I was there too. Fucking pay. I was there. We, we <laughs> tailgated that game together yes, we did. in your hotel room. Motherfucker. Yeah, he sucks. Um, Sorry. I can't wait for him to have like 200 yards receiving against us against when we play Jackson. Right, he's going to kill us. Oh, yeah. Evan Ingram revenge game this year. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also a Kenny Galladay revenge game, which you will be at. Yeah. Um, okay, so starting offense Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Golden yeah, we all, Tate. Yeah, we all know the, the Evan feelings Ingram, on uh, Saquon. Nate Solder, Will Hernandez, John Jalapio, Kevin Zeitler, Mike Remmers. <laughs> Starting defense. This is rough. <laughs> B.J. Hill, Dalvin Tomlinson, Dexter Lawrence, Marcus Golden, Alec Ogletree. We were wrong about B.J. Hill. I yes. thought B.J. Hill was like, B.J. Hill needs to be a player that takes control of the he defense. He had that season one sack. I mean, yeah. he was, uh, that year. Okay. Well, B.J. Hill was a good ball player. But 2018, he did well. He broke broke the rookie sack record that isn't the rookie sack record because Lawrence Taylor technically had Correct. it before Aziz Ojolari. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought BJ Hill, like in 2019, you need to take that, like in a way you kind of need to take that Leonard Williams jump of like, in yeah, your, yeah. you know, in your rookie contract, getting six, seven sacks and having just right. a solid year. And, um, and you, he did you, not do that. Can you do me a favor and, and, uh, bleep out Dalvin Tomlinson's name and bleep that out too? Because I loved him. Loved him. Oh, I did too. And that was the one player that's like justifiably good expectations. For yeah. Him. Uh, Ooh, here's, here's what I loved. We Alec Ogletree. hated, justifiably so, and I thought, Bobby Skinner, that dumb motherfucker, he fucking defends Alec Ogletree. Oh, he's good in some areas. No. He sucks. Led the league in missed tackles. Sucks. And he, I'm he, so glad we he, predicted his downfall. He gave no production for us at all, no. which is nuts. No, well, I mean, he had interceptions. Please. He had interceptions. Please. Uh, stumbled please. stumbled with the ball. I take a shit in the morning. It's a, it, it just yeah. stumbles into it. You're lucky. Uh, David Mayo. <laughs> Lorenzo Carter, DeAndre Baker, Lorenzo Jack Rabbit Carter, Jenkins, wow. Jabril Peppers, Antoine Bethay. And Jack Rabbit Jenkins is how it's listed on Pro Football Focus. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's not. Where, where is Zoe now? Carter. Lorenzo Carter, I think he's with uh, Atlanta. Signed a one-year deal with the Falcons. I really, He's one guy, I, I don't know if you guys talked him up. He was one guy I really liked. I think we, I did. Thought, we, we did. You definitely did. I thought he was like a steal coming out yeah. of Georgia in the third round. One of our viral clips is when Bokra and Jimmy went to Giants training camp together, and I told him I, it was one of those days that I couldn't be there. So I said, take clips and post them to the Bleeding Blue account. Um, and Lorenzo Carter had an interception. Yeah, I remember Manning, that. I remember that. The summer of 2019. And uh, that was that was huge, and they caught it. And I'm like, no fucking way you guys got it. Some other uh, notable names, just very quickly, off of that team. Um, Corey Ballantyne. Sure. Uh, Sam Beal. Oh my of god! Of course, um, Ryan Conley. This is so sad. Cody, G- Cody Core gave a lot of love to Grant Haley being a really, really good run defender. I and, about and I hated Grant Haley. I hated Grant. <laughs> First of all, his name is Grant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I hated him. You knew he had no shot unless your last him. name is Grant because Deion Grant. Deion was Graham a, was a, yeah. was mm. a monster. Um, Tay Davis, Red oh, Ellison, Benny Fowler, um, Devonte Downs. Uh, Devontae Downs was on 20 No, he was on 2020 Grant, Devontae Downs No way Played in seven games No way uh, Will Hernandez, obviously Antonio Hamilton He was terrible uh, I made a compilation in John 2019 Hillman. 2019, week one against Dallas I made a compilation of all the 10 times That Antonio Hamilton got embarrassed And didn't belong on a football field <laughs> Do you remember that? And then he, call, he called you fat boy No, that was Curtis Riley Curtis Riley, I'm sorry <laughs> He called you fat boy. He said, you better drink some milk, fat boy. Yeah, yeah. I said that if Curtis Riley made a roster, I said I would do the milk challenge. And he, yeah. he somehow made the dumb fucking Mike Mayock Raider roster. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, Aldrich I never, Rosas. I never did the milk challenge. Spencer Poli. 
Um, RJ McIntosh, Russell Shepard, he was terrible. Sure, awful. Um, yeah. So I think our, I think one of my points is is that yeah yeah we got Cody Latimer wrong. Yeah, BJ Hill. What Giants fan wasn't excited about BJ Hill? What Giants fan wasn't excited about Lorenzo Carter? There wasn't really our only outlandishly wrong take was getting excited for Cody Latimer, which is just absurd. I'm sorry, <laughs> but also being right That's about absurd. being right about Marcus Golden, and then when I was were you, know, you actually right about Marcus Golden? Though? Yes, I was. He had a ten sack right. year, thir- thirty fucking QB hits. Too. This it's, is why I left the room. Not I'm like, not doing this. It's not like he just pulled. Ten sacks out of his ass. He there literally are, did. There are players. Listen to me. There are players that get ten sacks and then fifteen QB hits, and then they'll have two sacks the next year because that's how it fucking works. If you don't get consistent pressure on the quarterback, he had thirty fucking QB hits. That's consistent pressure on the quarterback. At like forty over forty pressures. Did he have a move? Did he have anything? <laughs> the fuck does it matter if he has a move? Are you kidding me? Hand swipe. You fucking hand swipe. You bitching moan about old Jalari doing the same shit. With his coverage sacks and all that bullshit. He doesn't get pressure. Are you, are, you are so fucking... He has eight sacks with like 15 QB hits. Now you're pissing me off. Marcus Golden now had 30 you, QB no, hits. No, no, no. Now you're pissing me off. Now you you're pissing so me off. You are so dumb. I'm dumb. Yes. Me? Yes. I watched him with my two off. You're defending Aziz... Fine player, but you're saying that oh Aziz Ojolari season is more is was better than when Marcus did I Golden's say that? 2019. When did I say that? You implied it. I did not imply it. I said Don't make you. Bi- shut I said you bitch about Ojolari getting these fucking coverage sacks because he has no moves, nothing like that. Golden. I, when did I ever bitch about that? When have I ever bitched about that? Wes, Tim, bring it the fuck up. Go find it. Tim Coffee. Tim Coffee doesn't listen. Fuck to this. Tim Coffee, you miserable <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, my blood is boiling right now. No, I see can, that. Yeah. yeah, Garrett Cole, British. Oh, Royal. Yeah. Fuck Garrett Cole. Let's see what the score is. Probably four three. Probably Red Sox. Sorry. All right, Justin. How about this? We fundamentally disagree on Marcus Golden, and we just agree to disagree. How about that? Yeah. And sure. then we get on with the end of the show. You are wrong, but no, I'm not. I'm guys. Right. We started the show like really appreciating each other. Yeah. What happened? We went too long. Yeah. <laughs> We're good on time. We're doing good on time. Yeah, we're doing All good right, on let's time. Let's keep going. You want to talk um, about? Uh, want to talk about number twenty-one? Fucking miserable. Yeah, you know shit. what? I don't want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Time. I'm gonna wrap off some best moments that I also have, and then oh, I yeah, want. And then I want you to tell the tiki story. Have you ever heard the tiki story? Probably. I don't know. I don't think you have. Um, interviewing Joe Morris. That was awesome. Yeah, an in-person, very cool player interview. In the middle of a diner with that $30 microphone I talked about before. Yes. Um, that was very cool. Joe Morris was awesome. We had dinner with him, too. We it wasn't did. just the interview. We had dinner with I him. I had pancakes. What'd you have? Um, I had something where I knew I, w- I wouldn't get very dirty. Mm. I forget. Prob- I am a sucker for Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict are great. Yeah. yeah Especially it. in a Jersey diner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So interviewing Joe Morris. Being the only show dedicated to Giants history, which kind of talked uh, talked about that up the top on the top. If these walls could talk, grab it. If These Walls Could Talk. Talk. By Ernie Palladino. There it is. That is that is really the book that launched this show as a history show. Yeah. Because that is really the first thing that we did. Um, and you can kind of just open it up and see how many annotations are in there. I mean, just that book is oh, just wow. littered, we, littered. We ripped with, through it. Yeah, it was littered with annotations. And, and my handwriting is Your atrocious. handwriting is god-awful. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he talks and doesn't write. Oh, my for God. Long. Oh you're, you're not smart enough to write like this. <laughs> and also, you know what? And the if these walls could talk, which was an awesome thing that that you brought up and that we did, it 
segue to other books that yes. we that we did, which I do think us reading books like that is that was the be- those were the best episodes. I agree, I agree. The best Coffin episode. books, the uh, Patty Trainer book, it awesome. Yeah, um, oh, uh, I loved No Medals for Trying. Yes, No Medals for Trying. That is book, awesome. I really recommend. If uh, of course by the by, if these walls could talk too, but like same thing with the Patty book. Like that was part of a series where you know all of the teams from a lot of other sports have these uh these backdoor stories, but um, No Medals for Trying. By Jerry Eisenberg, it brought us back to 1989, mm-hmm. and especially after the Giants won the first their first Super Bowl. So there's so there's part of this they have this allure yeah. to them, and LT is like this mythical figure. He's written like that in 1989, not just written about it like it's 2022. Right. Like we already know that it's he in is. that moment. It's yeah. in that moment. You know, Bill Parcells is this really good coach. Phil Sims is this tough motherfucker. LT, tough motherfucker, mythical figure, Superman like guy. Literally. So that I really recommend reading that book, especially, um, you know, if you're on a little vacay, um, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, waiting for Giants or if you're getting football. divorced or something like anything like that. Yeah. Just, anything just like that. Um, can you uh, tell me the Tiki Barber story, please? Haven't done it yet this offseason. Are you sure? I feel like we have. Nope. We did it once last offseason, and now we're right. doing it. So, David, you never heard the story, huh? I don't think so. All right, well, it's no secret I don't like Tiki Barber. No, I, I knew that, yeah. I, I hate him. His death, I will throw a party. Nice. Maybe bleep that out. But, um, so, the home opener That's 2018, fine. uh... The girlfriend I had that Justin broke up with on my behalf or caused the breakup. Good job, Justin. So we're sitting in good seats. Like she got us good seats for the home opener against the Jaguars. And this, the Giants brought out all these legends, you know, before, you know, they, they announced all these legends. And it's, it's, uh, you know, so it's Carson, Banks, Amani Toomer, Tiki Barber. And then Michael Strand. So they put Tiki in between two right, beloved right. Giants. So when Tiki came on, I, I stood on my chair and I started booing the absolute miserable living shit out of him. And your girlfriend got you really good seats for this home opener. They were awesome seats. Where yes. where were they? I mean, yeah, it was like, I think it was like 100. Like, so we're talking very low. Oh, I'm sorry, two, 200, but like, like, like two rows up. Gotcha. Everything. Gotcha. Everything you see. And I'm fucking screaming bloody murder. I'm booing Tiki. I'm fuck Tiki. Quitting scumbag. I'm turning around. People are like, yeah, fuck him. Well, I'm like, fuck him. And I'm like, I took my jersey off. I was just like, fuck him. I'm going nuts. So I sit down after the ceremony's over, and there's a woman to my left. There's two seats in between. There's a woman to my left. Very pretty woman. She goes, you should, you should really think twice about what you say when, you know. I was like, what are you talking about? What's, like, the, That's li- my, what's like, the line? Who the fuck are you? Oh, uh, well, well, no, 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 I said, I said that to the old man. Oh. I said that to the old man. Please. This is a lady. This is a lady, yeah. I'm a little bit more respectful than that. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, that's my husband. I was like, who? She's like, Tiki Barber. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, one, I was like, yeah, okay. Two, uh, and, and I said this word to word. I said, well, your husband's a quitter. <laughs> And I told her that. I, I, right to her face. Blank in the eye. Dead fucking straight in the eye. Your husband's a quitter. So I'm bitching at her. She's bitching at me. So I was like, Chris, I was like, my ex-girlfriend's name is Chris. I'm like, Chris, look up Tiki Barber's wife. Because <laughs> I didn't believe it. So I goes to Google. She Googles it and she shows me a picture. And I look. I was like, oh, fuck, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's, that's her. That's really her. 
So then, unprovoked, I got up again and I said, fuck Tiki Barber. Old man get, gets up. Her father, Tiki's father-in-law, gets up and like says something wise. I said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I stood up to him and said, who the fuck are you? It's like, I'm the father-in-law. He says something like that. I was like, I don't give a fuck who you are. He's a quitting scumbag cocksucker is what I said. And then security, they came and got me. Nice. They didn't throw me out. Where did you go? Up top, where I belong. Where you belong. With the rest of the animals. I was like, I was like, I paid this much fucking money. And Kristen, my dumbass ex-girlfriend, she's like, I paid for it. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Not the time. Shut the fuck up. I was like, stop. I, said, I paid a lot of fucking money for this season. He goes, well, you can't be saying these things. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'll say whatever I want. I was like, where am I living? Am I living in North Korea? Am I living in America? I can't say what I want to say. They're like, all right, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna throw you out. We're gonna take you up top. I said, good. Do me a favor. <laughs> Fucking people cheering when I'm coming out, going like this. I was like, that's right, that's right. Go giant. We lost because we sucked. Of course, against so the Jagu- went, Jaguars. I remember yeah. that game. Yeah. Went, went up top. Tom Coughlin's Jaguars. Yeah. Went up top. The rest was history. So I, moral of the story is, I verbally abused Tiki Barber's wife and her and family and family. Yeah, rightfully so. I agree. Yeah. Like, like Kristen, she, yeah. when we went home that night, she's like, what were you thinking? It's like, what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? What was I thinking? Well, and that's, you're telling the story. And I'm thinking to myself, she's sitting there the whole time. How could she be surprised that you went to the game instead of the engagement party? Right? I th- Justin, I think you're a I have, hero. I have no, I have no comment. You're a hero, Justin. <laughs> Justin, stay silent on I this have, matter. I have, I have no comment. Yeah, and, and she loved Justin too, which was really yeah. She made, really, made she really worse. did. She yeah. really which did also, love him. And again, is also just a, just another red flag, because that's a really poor judgment of character. Yeah, I agree. I don't love Justin. I just tolerate him. He's a mean to an end. He, he's yeah, he's a tyrant. We need him. He's a tyrant. We need him, but we don't want him. We don't want him. That's the Tiki Barber story, and that's why we sign off. Fuck Tiki Barber every yeah. week. Yeah. That is and why. if you like Tiki Barber, you're not a real Giants fan. Wow. Yep. That's if you like Garrett Cole, you're not a you're real You're not a real Yankee fan. Yeah. Until Garrett Cole wins three rings, he's not a real Yankee. That's in your bio. It's in my Twitter bio. Twitter bio, yeah. That's right. I thought we'd have time to talk the Giants this year. We do. <laughs> we do? Yeah. I had no idea, babe. Why don't we get one well, last five minutes? Yeah, Dave, quick, what, quick. What, what are you thinking about this year's Giants, Dave? I feel really good. Ugh. I. I mean, well, okay. Well, I said before, Super Bowl bound. I'm sticking to it. Fuck it. <laughs> Super Bowl bound. No. Um, no, I mean, I think they're. I, I think they're. They're uh, being controlled by people with brains, which is a nice, mm-hmm. nice step in the. That's right like direction. the first thing I always say. Like, yeah. What do you, well, think, what do you think of Joe Shane? Uh, just like the, the hire and his draft and and stuff like that. Um, signings, strange signings. Not that there was that many. There's a direction. Mm-hmm. There's there's a clear direction. There's a clear agenda. There, it's clear that the, these moves are not being made in a vacuum. It, it's it it all seems to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it going to translate to wins? I have no idea. But um, we'll find that one out. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it'll tra- and I think it'll translate to at least six or seven wins because the schedule is also. Pretty, I'm a little bit pretty, more. I'm a little bit light. more bullish. I think I think we can get to seven, eight, nine. I, I oh do. no, I do yeah. too. But yeah. I'm just saying if I know. Uh, yeah. I I'm, I'm betting the over. I'm putting a hundred dollars on over seven and a half. Is that what you know, I think it's, I think it's a good bet that with the schedule. But go ahead, David. I'm sorry. This is your time. Um, no, I mean, I think I, I'm I'm excited for them. I'm, I'm excited for Thibodeau. Obviously, I'm excited to have bookend tackles. That'll be really nice. Yep. Uh, I'm excited to see what, what Daniel Jones can do with an offense that actually is catered to him. 
Um, and in a system that is like born to be in 2022 and yeah. not 1989. Yeah, and, and, and he's clearly a and he has shown us year after year that when he's given the keys to an offense that's catered to what he does well Dude, he can ball he can ball he, he, can he, ball. he puts the ball wherever he wants yeah, he's yeah. got good arm strength like the, I, you still see people on twitter trying to dispel arm strength and like that's just bullshit that that's yeah. clearly just he's not going to make the patrick mahomes throws on no, the run like that but, but you but also he, but i'm sorry if you have it if you have a team that's 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 coached the right way strategized the right way you don't need one right I, that i, I agree. firmly believe that you I don't, agree you don't need a generational talent at quarterback year after you know I mean, you look at you look at teams that win, Dude, look, win a lot of games. Look at this, look at the Steelers. Yeah, they're five hundred in the playoffs every year, and they had a corpse of Ben Roethlisberger yeah. for the last five. Yeah, coaching scheme, all these different things they, they tailor it to their team and what their strengths are. So yeah, I'm excited to see that the the areas of this team that's been bad for three four yes. years be stronger. Pass, which is which, I, which I think is I think mainly yeah. coaching. I think yeah. coaching well, yeah. for this year. Yeah, um, because the talent is getting there. Um, especially the, the now we have young talent when you talk about Tibbs, when you talk about Evan Neal. Um, you know, Aziz Ojolari is still like my age, and I'm it's crazy. He's younger than me. I'm he 20, I'm 24. He's younger than you, yeah. 24. He's like yeah. 22, 23, Aziz. Yeah. So, you know, he he's still growing up, but something that is going to be vastly different despite not having all the talent there is that the coaching, yeah, yeah. The, and the complete coaching and, offense, defense. And, and, and you know what? I've talked to this with, with Justin because when he get, he gives me like like one five-minute rant about the current-day Giants on Bleeding Blue. Um, my favorite thing about this offseason was obviously the new front office and what Joe Shane is doing to get rid of a lot of the cancers yeah. that were in that building. Um, Brand- Still haven't hired a director of college scouting. I, I like that. Though. Let it take time. It's fine. I'm available. It's fine. I'm available. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought the Brandon Brown hire was significant. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Very significant. And unfortunately, he will be a GM very soon. But I'm hoping we get like a a year or two out of him. Um, What I loved about the Dable hire, and by the way, me and Justin knew Joe Shane was going to be GM for like three months before it ever happened. Mm -hmm. We did. It's true. The day that um, Gettleman was out, that's why I had my Joe Shane. I had my Joe Shane. There was a reason why Joe Shane video came out right away. Yeah, We we knew. I'll tell you off the air. Um, But... Brian Dable, like that was that was that was the easy hire. But what I love that Dable did hire a staff that are just good coaches. Yeah. Like Wink Martindale's a good coach. He didn't work with him. He has no yeah. idea. But he knows he's a good coach. Mike Kafka, I I mean, Jerry's still out. He hasn't been an offense coordinator, but he comes from a good system. Andy Reid, all these different guys. What were we saying on the train? Well, yeah, and we were talking about we were talking about the train here. Um we are impressed with Dable's hires because he's hiring guys. Particularly Kafka. Kafka especially because Kafka did things in Kansas City that he didn't do well in Buffalo. In Buffalo, right. Manu- exactly. Manufactured targets, screen passes, yeah. things yeah. like that. And that's that's what not what did. Buffalo was predicated Ex- on, but it's what Kansas City was predicated right, on. Right, exactly. So, so you bring that in. So right. you, you mix Dable's strengths with Kafka's strengths. There you go. Perfect. And like the Martindale. Joe Judge. I love Joe Judge. I will I will stick up for Joe Judge till the day I die. I'm sorry. I will. But he was filling out his coaching staff with guys he worked with. That was yep. it. Comfort. That was it. Comfort. Yeah. Outside of Jason Garrett, it was just a comfort zone. Brian Dibble's going out. Okay, you're a good coach, Wink Martindale. Be my defense coordinator. I love that. Yeah. I think that's a the change in that. And but guys, but, and they're guys who have fucking won. 
Yeah, it's, they're, but they're it is winning fucked up. Coaches, even yes. if even if they weren't in the same role, right? Mike Kafka. I mean, the man has won. <laughs> He's won. Brian Dable's won football games. You know, Wink Wink Martin won a lot of football games. But it is just so winning. fucked up that part of me thinks that John Mayer heard Joe Judge's vision for the future, including Ken Dorsey, including Brian Dable. Ken Dorsey is the offense coordinator for the Bills right for now. Bills, yeah. Brian Dable is the offense coordinator for the Bills, or was the offense coordinator for the Bills. I think. John Mayer heard part of that vision. Let me look into this Joe Shane guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look into this Brian Dable guy. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, part of seems to be good. And little... Patrick Graham worked. Like, yeah, Patrick yeah, Graham worked. Yeah. So I think part of part of it is so fucked up that Joe Judge's like in a way this may be Joe Judge's vision for the Giants, except it just doesn't include. He's Joe not Judge. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, and you know what? I I will always say he never. Joe Judge never. Yeah, he got fucked. He, he got fucked. Never yeah. had a chance. Do you do you, did you think that or were you ready to? I mean, I, I think it was the no, right thing to do. No, he had to go. He it had to go. It was the right thing to do. I, I think... You got to have the head coach GM on the same side. Yes. Joe Judge, I agree, never had a chance because the roster was just not constructed in a way that... It, it, that was, could, the, it was the roster. I, I'm sorry. It was the no, roster. Right. The GM didn't even pick him. It was the owner. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have his quarterback. When you're off Didn't cycle. pick his offensive coordinator. It, it was... He never had a chance. He never had, he never had a chance. Um, but I also think he was over his head. I, I think the oh, job yeah, was, I without, the job without was over his head. Yes. Maybe, maybe it was. It would be different if the roster was constructed in such a way. You know, if if a guy, just completely hypothetical example, if you said a guy like you know Andy Reid just stepped down, he just retired, and and they need, and for some reason they choke, they 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 choose Joe Judge. Well, maybe he might have a little more, a little bit more success because yeah. I think he was way in over his head for a team that needed. That needed an overhaul. Right. He's not capable of that, at least not at this stage in the game, not yeah. for his first job. No, I agree. Um, I also, I, I do think he did a really good job coaching that team in 2020, uh, along with Patrick Graham. Obviously, he gets, he probably should get more of the credit, yeah. but um, they were a six-win team. Yes, I understand that, but they also could have won two or three other games. Yeah. Bad turnovers late, Chicago, LA. Um, Daniel Jones gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. So, like I do think I do think Joe Judge is a good football coach, but the situation that he inherited, he never ever stood yeah. a chance. He'll go, he'll go somewhere else, and he'll. he'll I don't think he'll ever I get. Think, I don't think, think he'll ever get another head coach. College job. The stink. I think the stink of the Giants. He's, he's born for college. Or I think the stink. College. I'm gonna tell you something. I think the stink of the Giants of his Giants tenure will wear off after a while. What yeah. if he takes this over New what, England? Stop. Stop that. Stop. For Bill, stop. he's gonna stop. retire eventually. No. Stop. Bill loves him. No, this Bill is, loves him. This is what the Patriots do. The the coaches go out, then they come back because they fail and they well, come back. He, oh yeah, McDaniel's be back in a few years. Judge judges Patricia, like the whole it, it's, Patricia's back. Patricia's an offensive coach. Yeah, now. Joe yeah. Judge and Matt Patricia are going to run the offense of the Patriots this year. Stop that. That's, they, they are, I'm not. I'm not kidding. That, that's like that's ag- their plan. But that's actually crazy. You know how many times they're going to run the gonna, football? Yeah, they're going to score 11 I points think, a game. I think one of them maybe the running game coordinator. Pat, I, I need an update as to who's actually going to be calling the plays. Well, they said it was Patricia or Judge that are going to call the plays. Yeah, but I think I I thought I heard something that they were leaning towards Patricia or one of them was going to be running game coordinator, passing game coordinator, and I think Judge may be the running Our Lord running and Savior, game. Joe Judge, man. I will say, Joe Judge did fix the Giants running game in 2020. He did. And with that with that H-back play of Caden Smith being the lead blocker, they, uh, they yes, debuted. the run game was very good. They debuted it against uh, the, uh, the Cowboys, the first Cowboy game, um, and that's when the running game really started to pick up with Wayne Goldman and company. Yeah, so. and Goldman was very um, good in 2020. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you know what, that was, a fun, that was a fun year. Sucks was, we, a, was a fun year. It was a fun year. That, win, that win in there. Seattle. It sucks that Jones. Oh, that win in that Seattle. Was fun. It sucks that oh. Jones got hurt because really, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I talk about this at the time. I wasn't doing the stat report on YouTube. I was writing a blog for TalkingGiants.com that 
don't look up TalkingGiants.com. The URL doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, it's a shame. It's a shame. But um, I was writing, and I'm like looking at the Giants' like advanced state of like their EPA. It's like, yeah, they're not scoring a bunch of points, but they were the offense was kind of catching. Like they fire. were getting, they were not catching fire. Well, that's in, bad. In a sense, they were yeah. getting their stride. Yeah, well, um, that's that's what I mean. I like know they were losing games, like yeah. the, that Eagle game that they that Evan Ingram dropped. I mean, the the offense was kind of moving the ball well. The Cincinnati game it featured some explosive plays right after the bye, and then of course he's got to get hurt. the The home Eagle game mm-hmm. was a perfect game, but the problem with that is that the home Eagle game was a perfect game. They still didn't break thirty points, right? And that was the issue that Daniel right. Jones has to play absolutely perfect to put up twenty. Seven points, yeah, and that was the well, issue I think with that, the George so, and Garrett era. To, to bring it to bring it full circle, this year, um, I am score fucking points exceedingly. <laughs> I am exceedingly confident that the Giants will score thirty points this season, at least once. At least once. That's all I want. Yeah, that's all I fucking. Oh want. no, that, I I would hope that they would do it more than once. No, I know, I know. Well, that would be nice. That would be a sick. change. Maybe nice they'll change. You know, average like thirty five. And you know, you know, what's funny to me, like that Saints game last year, which. Another one. That's almost like the Seattle. Took them five yeah. quarters. Yeah, and well, they still they play, didn't score thirty. No, they played terrible in the first, like the first half. They didn't yeah. play well. I, I tell mean, you that's... what, though, that that I, I I that was a that was a really really nice win. Yeah, like that comeback in the last yeah. few minutes. That was a nice. And win. again, that's that's another that's another time. You know, it, it sucks that it took Jason Garrett until you know being forced into that game plan due right. to, due to the game condition, right. but. Again, that's another example of if you're if you are still behind Daniel Jones and you still are willing to give him benefit of the doubt, you point to that and yeah. you say, "Look, this was a game plan that featured yeah. deep balls. You know, John Ross going deep. It featured Saquon Barkley out of the Wheel backfield routes. doing yep. different yep. shit. Yep. Kenny Galladay. It featured it Kenny featured Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Yeah, Tony. What he's what he's trying. You yep. know, it, it was featuring what the Giants' offense does have to Saquon offer. Saquon as a receiver. Yeah. So, you know. Let's give the keys to a couple and of I, guys who understand that concept. And I think, I think, and I think that's what I'm most excited about is that we have the mindset, the offensive mindset in the building now as head coach and offensive coordinator to unleash that. Absolutely. And that's why I'm looking forward to Kadarius Tony and Wandale Robinson. Yeah. What they're going to do with these guys? I thought he was yeah. a bust. He was a bust. Well, yeah. he is Wandale Robinson. Wandale Robinson. He's yeah. a bust. Yeah. So is Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. But I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Absolutely. And Kayvon Thibodeau, by the way, I don't know, I don't know what he's going to do. That's the best Giants draft pick in since Jeremy Shockey. Like, just it's the is, most, that, is that it's a hot the take? Most, it's the most needed. Most needed, the most but needed. also, but also in a sense, since Eli Man, well, he, he was not a draft pick. Ha! Fuck me. Look at that. But also in a sense where his personality, <laughs> a, transaction. a need, his personality, just larger than yep. life. I think superstar. Yeah, he's got superstar written all because over. Because even when Odell was drafted. Nobody knew who he Odell was, was he like. He didn't that. have the same personality. No, coming. not at all. It was only after he blew right, up. Right, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. Thibodeau, you knew, and with Sam Prince announcing and him going up there, and he was so pumped. Like, yeah, I think I think we hit a home run. And pre-draft, you know, Kayvon, you could tell he wanted to be in New York. Yeah. He did. He, he wanted, wanted to be in New York. He wanted to be in the market. or the Jets. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be in New York. And at the start of the college football season, you said, "Who's the number one and number two pick in the NFL it's draft?" Kayvon Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau, Thibodeau and Evan Neal. Yeah. And what, what was Dallas Cowboys? Uh, did you you know when you zoom? Oh in, you yeah, say, Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah, Kayvon yeah, Thibodeau, yeah. Evan Neal, yeah. number two. And Justin, I think you asked me, "I'm bleeding blue." Like, who do you want? And I said, "I said Evan Neal first. I said, "Perfect world, Evan Neal, Kayvon Thibodeau." That's it. Yeah. 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 So on, now they just got to perform and right not make direction. us look like fucking assholes. They're on so. the right direction. That's right. All right. All right. Damn. So this is it. This is it. 
Um, I want to I want to give a thank you um, to not only the people that are sitting here, um, but I also want to thank you for you know listening. We've had a you know a, a lot of people, a good amount of people that have listened throughout the last you know four years, uh, really three years when the show has been kind of kind of growing going strong. Um, this show is my baby. It always will be my baby. Um, I, I guess we didn't talk about why this is the last episode of Bleeding Blue. I just feel like I feel like I kind of want the like the football content that we do, not just the Giants content that we do. I kind of want to take that in a little bit of a different direction um, next off season. And um, I'm not putting Bleeding Blue to bed for good. Like there are things that interest me that I like filmmaking, like the idea of like making a documentary on like Emlyn Tennell or mm-hmm. making a documentary about, you know, something, 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 you know, d- down the road, you know, 20 years from now about like the 07 team or the 11 team, uh, a story or something, you know, something will come up as years, yeah. more stories are going to come up and more stories are going to be made public. So um, I, I'm like attracted to that idea and that will all be based on bleeding blue and anything that we do with the history of the game, um, you know, in terms of how we want to, you know, talk about football and analyze the game of football that will all stem from bleeding blue. And then obviously I owe, you know, I owe, you know, what I do now as a career and the fact that we're sitting in this office in Manhattan and, you know, you see this, this is a nice table. This isn't is it? really nice. Really though. nice. The table. city's not, it's nice. City's a shit city, yeah, city, City's not, it's um, a nice thick but, piece of wood, but I wouldn't be here without everybody that kind of chose to, you know, click on or, you know, hit, hit follow uh, on Twitter. Cause that's such a, that's such a big deal too. Um, and I certainly wouldn't be uh, be here without the the two people that are sitting here. So I thank you both. I love you both. I love you all. If you're listening to this, whether you've been here for a week, a day, three years, four years, a month, an I hour. love you all. An hour? An hour. Because that's how long this has been about. <laughs> um, I love you all. Keep on bleeding blue forever. And snacks. Fuck Tiki Barber. Barber.